Welcome to another episode of Thoughts Planning Podcast. It's your host, Shot Solo. This week, I got a very special guest with me. Go ahead and knock yourself, bro. It's your man, G. You know, you may know me as G DiCaprio. Yeah, this is who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell, like, the listeners about yourself a little bit? I mean, you don't got to share too much, but I guess get a feel for, like, you know, your personality or whatever. I mean, I'm pretty chill. I'm laid back. I'm alias as hell. I mean, if you know me, you know me. I did go to high school uh, water off though, so that's one thing. I did go to Westlake, aside from Rashad. Yeah. That's my bro. Um, I mean, there ain't really too much else to say. Like, I ain't going to get into my occupation and all that shit, but you know. I don't blame you. <laughs> all good. Yeah. So, um, so how's everything going for you, bro? Like, everything good in your end? I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and shit, from COVID to police brutality and shit, so just want to yeah, see you good headspace and everything. I mean, mentally, I'm fine. I mean, when this shit first started, you know, it took me back a little bit. I'm like, damn, is this really going to happen? You know, because it's like, it was a rumor. Yeah. You know, at first, it's like, okay, is it going to really get here? And all of a sudden, bro, come to work, and it's like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and shut this thing down. And that, I mean, it's been two months since then, a little bit longer now, I guess. But yeah, with that, and then on top of this, you know, continuous like it's not even like we take a break this should have been happening for who knows how long you know what i'm saying like yeah. as long as we've been in america you know this shit just been happening and it's it's sad but at the same time it's like what are we gonna do you know like yeah as you know day-to-day people like what what are we gonna do like no, nah, I'm with you, bro, because, like, I was saying, like, before we, like, start recording and shit, I was thinking to myself, like, dog, like, the George Floyd situation, the other young lady that got murdered by the uh, responders, I think she's the first responder, I can't think of the woman's name right now, but she got murdered, like, about a week or so ago, like, it's just, like, this stuff mm-hmm. just keeps happening over and over, and it's like, what more can we really say that hasn't been said in the past 60-some-odd even predating 60 years before, you know? <laughs> like, I can't... Yeah. Because, you know, some people try to, well, I mean, people can think what the fuck they want, but I'm just like, bro, like, I said what I had to say, we've done all we can really do, like, I just feel like there ain't too much we can really do at this point, except like, hope the best and, you know, hope it doesn't hit home for you, you know, right. and, and yeah. when that hit, like, that's affecting us, of course it affects us as a whole, but like, when it affects you in a personally, man, it's a whole different thing, because you know, I'm sure you get harassed just like I've been I've been harassed plenty of times as well. Yeah. We know people as well that's been harassed, you know, men and women. Yeah. So it's just like, dog, I don't know. I'm over protesting. Like, I stopped protesting at, like after 2015. After the Million Man March in 2015, I was like, I'm good, mm-hmm. man. Like, it's just not going to change anything. So, yeah. <sighs> it's like, we can't, I mean, we, as individuals, like you said, unless they hit home, it's like, it jolts us, but it's like, what can we really do? Like, how can we stop this from happening? Like, and we haven't come together to really discuss that. Like, we start with the outrage. We start on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do we have a community of people that we can go to? Like, who are, who are our leaders? You know what I'm saying? Like, who do we go to? Yeah. And say, hey, we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? We need to fix this and then take it to the next level. Like, I, you know, it's a tough thing to think think through and to talk about. So, nah, I, I agree, know. man. I mean, hopefully, some something sparks and ignites people as a whole to start mobilizing, you know, in their communities or whatever the case may be, as a collective to try to figure out some kind of way to get this uh, situated. Because everybody always talks about the problems, but we very seldom talk about solutions and actually making 
actionable solutions, not just saying like, hey, let's go out and vote and this and that. Like, nah, man, like you got to figure out something that works for you and your people, you know? So, right. So I'll, and I, right. Yeah. I, and I, I will say this again. Like, we need leaders. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had Martin Luther King. Yeah. We had Malcolm X. We don't, I mean, we got Barack, but I mean, no, you know exactly. what I'm saying? What do you expect like, for one person like, to like do? we don't yeah, like we don't I mean and them people were powerful and they were single people, but like it's no that I know of, maybe I'm being ignorant about the situation, but like it's no we don't have any cultural leader or like a black leader that's like you yeah. know, that we can all get behind to make a change. Yeah, I agree. You know, we we really we don't and you know I mean we've had some some I guess we had some short flashes of somebody that could have been, you know, radicalizing people and all that shit. But end of the yeah. day, even if we do have somebody that radicalizes us, we see what happens to them every time. So then you got to think to yourself, yeah. like, yeah. is anybody going to be willing to put their life, and not just their life, their family's lives on the line to try to get some stuff going? You know, because not, everybody, not right. everybody's built for that. A lot of people can sit there and That's say true. that behind, you know, an app or whatever or on their phone, like, yeah, we can do this and that. And, like... Are you really going to put yourself out there and do it? Because I can tell you right now, right. I don't know. <laughs> you know I'm not going to say, like, I got all the answers. And, you know, right. I'm not going to say, like, yeah, I'm going to jeopardize my whole entire lifeline and my family as well and their freedom as well. Like, yeah. it's it's more to come into it because this is the last thing I'll talk about with that shit. Like, my dad grew up in Atlanta back in the day. You know, that's where he's from. Yeah. And he grew up around Martin Luther King's kids. He told me, like, when they went outside to go play and shit, his kids, they couldn't, like, leave from my front of the house, basically. They could walk up and down, like, their street, but they couldn't go nowhere else because people were threatening to kidnap his fucking kids. Like, come on, man. Yeah, so, it's crazy. I don't think everybody built for that. I know I'm not. I'm not going to say out like I am, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it takes, it takes extreme character to do something like that. But on the flip mm-hmm. side, you see what kind of progress we make when those type of people do make those type of sacrifices. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do have some sort of forward movement. And it hasn't been that way since those two guys existed. Yep. At least to I me. I agree. So, Shit. you know what I'm saying? So, like, we just got to think about stuff like that as a whole. And kind of, like, don't let the internet distract us from actually really coming together. Because, like, we do come together. Like, we do make our posts. We do get live on the internet. But. Right. Bro, you know that it takes more than that. Like it I mean, it just does. It is what it is. And like you said, it, it takes extreme character. It takes a lot to make that sacrifice. So it's we'll see if that we ever get that again. But until then I just think this shit is just gonna keep happening. Yeah. Bro. Like it's not gonna yeah. stop. Right. For sure. Yeah, so now nah, I'm gonna rap about that a little nah. bit too, uh more of the episode about yeah. like I guess having so much information and shit like that and what to do with it. And before we move on, right. I'm going to say the young lady's name was Breonna Taylor, the Kentucky EMT that was killed in mm. police raid. Yeah. yeah. So um, for the pen, rest in peace, to, in her. peace to her, you know, mm-hmm. much love to her loved ones and family, you know, and mm. same going for uh, the situation up in, um, with George Floyd as well. So, um, right. Rest in peace to him and praise to his family. For sure. So, uh, on to the pen and thought of the week, since you kind of talked about this a little bit a second ago, do you think it's necessary mm-hmm. to have some mystique in your life as far as, like, I guess, putting not putting yourself out there, but having, like, okay, let's say people know G, but do they really know G? Like, what you've always been kind of, like, 
you know, I want to say like in the shadows, but so I was misunderstood <laughs> too, even when you were like in the go-go band and shit back in the day. So do you yeah. think like it's, it's necessary to have that sometimes? I honestly, I don't know, bro. That's just my personality. Like, you know me personally. Yeah. Like, I, I always been like, just chill. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think either way, like, however you want to approach it, like, people love people with big personality. I'm just, like, a quiet, chill person. So, naturally, it just comes that way. But, like, I, I think it's fine, either or. Like, yeah, just just be who you are. Like, that's all that really matters to me. Like, just be who you are. Like, if you, if you want to be like me, or if we the same, <laughs> then cool. But if not, bro, like I got people that I hang out with that are way more outgoing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, it, I don't know, bro. Like, that's a good question, though. I mean, I guess from an artist standpoint, maybe because mm-hmm. like you don't want to flood yourself. Like, but then again, it's major pop stars that just. You know they all over the fucking place. But, yeah, like, I guess it varies on the on the uh, from yeah. artistic standpoint. I say I guess it, it varies on the individual because you think of somebody like we could say like Sade, The Weeknd, right? Like granted, right. when when they come out with some stuff, usually they bringing out some heat, and you know, but they don't do a lot of interviews like that. You know, they don't, they don't really you don't right. see them out partying. Or the case may be like Sade is probably the most mysterious. But one of my favorite artists <laughs> of all time. Like I heard she has a, Mine too. I think she has a farm out like the UK somewhere. So I can mm. understand that. But then on the side, on the flip side of that as well, like you said, it's some artists that's like all over the place, all on the scene. Even Rihanna was when she first started off, but now she's got an old right. see with her as well. So she don't do interviews like that. You know, you might right. see it in the picture here and there, but you know, now somebody like right. Cardi B or like Meg The Stallion and them everywhere they got big personalities yeah, exactly. bro. like it's just who you are you know like, exactly it, 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 yeah like so that's what i would say like it just depends on you like yeah you know who you are as a person especially as you get older like when i was younger yeah you might have seen me out a lot more like like you said i was in a go-go band so and a popular one at that so it's like i'm out every weekend like partying like even after that, like, I still went to parties to probably up to, like, 2012. Like, yeah. It just, things, like, it's just up, it's ups and downs with me. So, it's, like, now at this point in my life, I just turned 29. I'm, like, cool and super hard. Nah, for <laughs> sure. I was going to really say that, yeah. bro, because I'm, like, in the same boat now myself because, you know, I have a big personality, but as I've gotten older, son, I'm kind of getting tired of, like, being on the scene like mm-hmm. always, like you know, you go out sometimes. You might just want to get you something to eat or some shit. You might remember somebody you seen from back in the day, and they will wrap you up for like a half an hour about yeah. nothing. And it's like, yeah. bro, what the fuck do you want? That's like an yeah. asshole, nothing like that. But you know, it's like sometimes like people just want to live their life, man. Yeah. You know, like I just want right. to, you know, I'll say what's up to you if I see you and we keep it pushing. But outside that shit, son, I get tired of going. What's good, son? I seen since graduation. And I'm like, yeah, there's a reason why, nigga. Like, I don't yeah. want to be here right now, son. Yeah, you know, for it's not sure. like a disrespectful thing, but as you get older, man, like having a whole lot of tension and all that shit, sometimes it brings, it brings I don't want to say drama, but it brings situations that you not really want to get yourself into. At least for me. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's been some situations I got into some quote unquote beef with some people over nothing. I'm just like, bro, like, that's just who I am. That's how I move. Like, I can't right. help because I know this person from over here. Like, it's a small world. It's an even smaller area. So, I don't care For to sure. be out all the time showing up with new shit I might have bought or, you know, 
course, every once in a while, you might see me on an Instagram story, post me out with some friends and stuff, but that's it. Yeah. I don't really like having a whole lot of attention no more now, man. I don't know why. And it's kind of weird because it's like I have a podcast, so I kind of got to yeah. have some kind of, you know, attention and marketability. But it's like, bruh, I mean, from a public perspective, I don't care about doing any of that stuff no more, man. I'm over right. it. Like you said, but, what you about to say? But for, I mean, from my, you know, vantage point seeing you like from growing up you know what i'm saying you always have like a big personality so like you you get out and you got friends like so i don't understand why people would even take that personal coming from you like you know what i'm yeah. saying like some people take it personally coming from me because like they don't know who i am for real like they like, they think i'm trying to be an asshole but really i'm just cool and bro like i don't have nothing to really talk about yeah exactly <laughs> like <laughs> It's good to see you, and I'll see you when I see you. you know exactly, what I'm saying? son. That's how I feel yeah. about it, too. Because it's like, yeah. I mean, well, let's say, if, if, for example, like, it's somebody you was really close to back in the day, but as you've gotten older, you all going down your separate paths in life. And, you know, it, don't have, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a beef or anything like that, but it's just like, this person moved that way, and you decided to move the other way. It ain't, you know, at the same time, I was like, I don't owe you no conversation either. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, you know, hey, how you doing? How your family doing? I'll holler at you and I'll see you. And that's it, you know? Because yeah. I feel like some people sometimes, at least to me, I feel like people be trying to buddy hustle a lot and shit. And it's not just the DMV area. It's not just men. It's not just women. It's everybody. It's like sometimes people want to hang out with you or be around you because of what you represent, you know? Like you said, like, right. I know a lot of different people in different places, just like you do as well. But that don't mean, like, I have, like, yo, man, like, uh... Like my face, like a coupon or something like that. Like, oh, yeah. if you hang and brush shows with me, I can put you on to this DJ or to this personality uh, or whatever. Like, no, that's not how I move. I move. That's not my yeah. pr- like. That's not my, my principles at all, son. Like, you know, if your shit's that cool or whatever, if it's uh, if you're a musician or whatever, like, introduce yourself to that person and create a relationship on your own. Because my whole thing is right. like, I don't like to try to um lose I don't want to lose access to somebody and I also don't want to make it seem like I'm asking for a favor from somebody because with me if I you know reposting your stuff or rapping to you like I do it from the heart I don't make it seem like on some like yo my man's is doing this now or my homegirl's doing this now can you check her out check him out like no we're all adults yeah. you know because I, I yeah. never tell any of my friends like yo can y'all go ahead and repost this for me no nah, I mean I appreciate if you do right. it but if you don't I'm not losing sleep over it you know right like right. Man, it's all like I feel like, I don't know, man. Like I said, I just think a lot of people are trying to buddy hustle sometimes, and I don't like that shit. Like, we're. F- yeah, I was going to ask you to explain that to me, but you, you just explained saying, yeah, it. Yeah, that's what a buddy hustler is yeah. like. I'm sure you've seen some people that, some old mutuals that we've seen around, you know, the city from time to time. Like, oh, she hanging with such and such now? All right, bet. And then the next mm. summer, you might see them with a whole other group of people. It's like, oh, all right, I guess. That makes sense in yeah. some way. So that's what a buddy hustler is to me. Somebody just jump yeah. from group to group to click to click to get whatever they want. I guess it's some type of quote unquote notoriety and make them feel like they're important. Cause I mean, I guess importance right. is in, I guess in the individual, whatever the case may be. Which is kind of another question. This isn't even on the docket that I put up, but like, yeah. Um, with the I guess with the whole nightlife and everything, kind of like pretty much on standby at this point. Do you really think? Well, not do you think, but do you see like uh? I guess it changed with some people's character how they were moving prior to all this shit because I'm sure you knew some people or been around people that were just always on the scene all the time but now they don't have that no more mm-hmm. so it's like is it kind of like you see like a difference with them as far as like how they move? Uh, I'm gonna put it this way I haven't only because like I, I've you know me like I've stayed with my core friends since high school yeah. 
and even before that, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, like, it, it came off like, well, for me, let me just say this. For me, I didn't, like, learn to make friends early. Like, I learned late, like, how to make friends. Like, the people that I met was just by happenstance, and, like, we stayed friends forever. But, like, I never, like, branched out yeah. to, like, talk to a lot of people. So, like... My friends, they still doing what they've been doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> they still just been like, you know, doing what they do. Like, most of them don't really go to the clubs like that, but they do, you know, they do rap, they do do this and that. So they still doing them, like running their businesses and doing that. Now, people that I'm not like close with, that I've talked to, like, you can tell, like, I mean, they're going through it because it's like, what the fuck? My whole life was based around the weekend and. I don't really have shit to do. So it's like, they might be a little bit sad or like they, you know, they might not even be talking to you. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't have anything to do. Hell yeah. It's like, and then people might take that as an offense. So it's like, I don't know, bro. Like, times is weird for everybody. And I just think like, everybody should just take a moment to themselves and then just try to, you know, do something a little different, like find a little hobby. Like, I don't know. Yeah, nah, I get that. <laughs> like, do something, bro. Like, don't just let not being able to go to the club or some shit, like, ruin your whole life or your whole, you know, social aspect of your life. Nah, I agree with that. Because, like, like, I might reach out to you and just say what's good. Like, shit, what's up? Like, just do that sometimes. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And you can still go outside. Like just gotta wear a mask, which is wild as shit. But <laughs> you just still go outside, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But have I seen a, a a big change in people? Not my people, but I'm sure people are going through some shit. Like for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Nah, I'm saying that. I'm saying well, of course, because I'll be on Twitter still, so I still see, you know, like a lot of these like promoters and shit like that, or I just I just say personalities. A lot of them seem like they're running out of like shit to do. Oh yeah, they're fucked. Yeah, up. <laughs> like, not, yeah, like, like the no doubt. Like, it's like, damn, they they yeah. stretching for content. They struggling, like they struggling, like shit, because like that's a real big money maker. Because like the everyday person, they don't do that shit. Like nope. everyday person really goes to work and they spend time with the people that they have. Like they not out here entertaining people. So like that's not where their money comes from. Yeah. So when these people money comes from their content or their life. And all of a sudden, the things that make their life interesting is cut off. What the fuck are they going to do? Like, right. And I guess you can go back to your mystique question. Not that having, you know, being a normal person is some type of mystique, but it's definitely, it has its perks because you see, like, you don't depend on that kind of stuff. Like, you're not an artist. Like, it, I, nah, I agree. That's just how I see it. I, like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I get that, though, because that's how I feel with, like, when this whole shit was going on, because, like, I mean, I wasn't, quote-unquote, quarantining, but before all this shit happened, I was already, like, going hiking all the time on my own. You were, Yeah, bro. I see your story. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I'd be... You'd be outside, I'd be like, bored shit. shit. It's like, man. Yeah. I mean, after a while, I was like, if anybody's trying to go, I'll go by my fucking self. So, I've been, right. been doing that, been sitting around right. reading the course, still playing video games on watching stuff on, you know, like, Netflix or Hulu or whatever, but outside that, it's like, oh, right. kind of had some kind of like balance with me like going out with friends and shit like that that's extra you know yeah that's, that's, how, I, that's how i always looked at it. i looked at it as an option i put it that way i look at it as a necessity 
You know, not that hiking's a necessity yeah. for me either, but it's just like I had to find other ways yeah. to keep myself entertained and keep myself challenged on top of all that shit. You know, like right. how many times can I play, you know, video games? How many times can I go out and do the same shit, hang with the same people? Like I gotta find something to keep right. myself, you know, motivated, interested in doing shit. So that's why I started reading heavier, hiking more, of course working out and all that shit, but yeah, yeah. you know. But I think people need to find other ways to connect. Like, I think this is the perfect time to do that. Or we just need to find different hobbies. Because, like, you, I mean, I guess some friends do do this. And I think that's really cool. Like, some friends will try new things together. Like, they will, as a group, go places together. Like, but it's, it's not that common. At least I haven't seen it. We're like, you know, you might go do something. You might go hiking or some shit, like, as a group. But. It's very rare. People just like to really party together. That's like how they connect. Yeah. And that's cool. But it's true friends, I think, can find ways to just hang out and just do different things together and, you know, be good. Like, but no, I agree. Have yet to see it, bro. We have, I have yet to really see it that often. So. Yeah, me either. I mean, yeah. at least like. Most of the women that I know of, at least, or I'm in proximity of, like, women, they can plan trips all, like, across the world and be straight. Doing it with, like, a bunch of fellas <laughs> is hard work. Yeah. It's like, bro, yeah. yeah. I can't tell you how many times I plan to go to L.A. with a bunch of friends, and every time I end up right. going by my fucking self. So, right. it's just like, yeah. it ain't for everybody, yeah. man. It's not, and I don't know what that's about. I, it might be like some weird stigma or something that we're not supposed to do that. Yeah, that's what I think. But it is too. I, I don't know, but like, I think it's cool when you can get together as a group, you know, as just men and just go and do some shit together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it ain't, it ain't about me and no females. It's just about you know, we just we boys. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Bonded. We going, we going to go do. Yeah, we going to go do this hiking thing. I think it was a lot easier when we were kids, and I think it's because, like, we were younger, and, like, we just came together based off whatever. Like, it was just supposed to happen that way. So, it's like... Yeah. You know what it is? We we bonded. Yeah. You know? But the thing is, yeah. I think a lot of things, too, though, with kids, on kids, if you think about it, they have no boundaries, really. They don't really think about sticking. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll speak from our, like, age bracket, because I can't speak for, like, you know, right. your little brother, my nephews, and them, but it's just like... We right. didn't really subscribe to a whole lot of bullshit. Like, if you were fun to hang around with, then, you know, you were fun to hang around with for whatever, whether it was sports, you know, building right. forts, all that other corny shit that we used to do with yeah, kids. But, like, you know, yeah. kids, you don't think about that concept. As you become, you know, come of age and you have a different circle of influence where it could be an yeah. older sibling, cousin, or maybe your parents or whoever, that sometimes some people might say something like, man, I don't do that kind of shit no more because of X, Y, Z. And then it's right. like, you put up walls and barriers for yourself as you get older. Yeah. Which I think happens because, you know, you go through experiences in life and you get your feelings mm-hmm. in So I think, you know, as you get older, you kind of harden a little bit. Oh, for sure. But but that that comes back to you. You just got to go with the flow sometimes, bro. Like, hopefully you're blessed enough to have friends that want to do that kind of stuff. Even if it's just one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to feel blessed with stuff like that. Uh-huh. Those are the, those are definitely the important things as we've gotten older. Is like keeping up with the friendships that we do have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and making sure that we keep those close because they really mean something. Hell yeah! You know what I'm saying? Because it's we we do have limited time on this earth, and the people that we interact with, no matter good or bad, like they are important. So, like, take it all in. You know, yeah. 
that's what I try to tell people. Like, try to take it all in. Like, try not to harden yourself. Like, try to be open to new stuff. But it's hard to get through to people, especially at our age. Like, it is, man. People don't. People don't want to change. They like, fuck no. I'm already like, I'm already at where I'm at. So it's unfortunate, but it'd be like, that. yeah, yeah. Cause I yeah. feel like when you do that, you're writing off any future dividends for yourself. You know, because right. it's like it's more to life. Like I said, like on previous episodes, it's more to life than your block. It's more to life than like where you're right. from. It's more like the, all that kind of shit, you know. And that's one thing I would say that I'm glad that we like went to Westlake or whatever because I got a chance to get an idea of other people from different backgrounds and other walks of life or how mm, they experience yeah, life. Yeah, sure. You know? So then that's what kind of made me want to go to it, the HBCU more than anything because like, all right, I see it from other people's perspective. So let me see it from. The black person's perspective, I mean, outside of my own. Right, bro. That was a big thing, bro. Yeah. High school, that was my first time seeing white people. I had never seen white people in person. Like, until I got to Westlake, I was like, what the fuck is white people? <laughs> nah, I get that, son. <laughs> like, it's crazy, bro. It, and not just white people, all types of people. I'm like, bro, what? Because, nah. like, where I was at before, it was, I just seen my family. I seen people that look like me. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, like you said, it's crazy. Nah, it is. It's important. Yeah. It shapes your view yeah. on, on a lot of different stuff, you know? It gives you a different yeah. perspective on shit, and it makes you think of stuff outside of just yourself. At least to me. I mean, if you're open to that, too, because some people aren't open to that shit. Like, I'm sure some people there, we went to school, that was like, man, fuck that shit. I'm just me and my niggas, and that's it, you know? Yeah. You know? Or even, and on the flip side, it's been like, some white kids like yo, it's just strictly me and my white dudes or whatever. And that's right. How I feel. <laughs> yeah. you know, They're prerogative, but for me, man, like I was always just open and social to everybody. Like even some of the bamas I still see around from time to time. I still talk to you know on the yeah. socials and shit. You know, as long as everybody's prospering in their own way, in a positive way, bro. Like it's cool. You know. Yeah, it is for so, sure. Like I, I don't worry about it. Like you see where I be at. Yeah, I don't know where you be <laughs> <Because>, at. <laughs> Like, in the cut, exactly. See, like, nobody bothered me. Like, I talked to my specific group of friends, and that's just it. Like, but I am still open. Like, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Like, it's just, I just go with the flow. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. Like, nah, I get it. So, I had another question yeah, for you. Um, as a creative, because we didn't really talk about too much about, like, producing and all that stuff, but I'll just say for a general statement, as a creative, do you think it's a way to critique uh like there's a way you can critique your work and other people's work and still having like i guess still allowing the art form to grow so to speak because mm. i feel like mm. some people at least I, and that's, i'll break this stuff question back i know the question kind of jumbled so like a lot of people like when new artists bring out new music whatever the case may be a lot of people give their critiques like man i don't think this is all that for i think this is garbage and then it's like a mm-hmm. pushback from artists but of course all artists are sensitive they can lie and say they're not but I feel yeah. like without having that criticism, that artist can't grow or they're not really going to be open to growing because, I mean, there's so many artists that can sit here and names like, okay, they keep making this music, the same type of music, the same type of flow, the same type of cadence or whatever, the same type of storylines. After a while, your fan base grows up, basically, is what I'm saying. So I don't think yeah. that there's a specific way that, I guess, you, I guess, appreciate critiques or how do you, like, gauge that? Bro, I fucking hate when people tell me my shit stuff, but it is what it is for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, and, and for me, when I'm telling somebody that I don't like something, I don't flat out say it like that. Hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and I will just literally be like, if it were my, if it was my work, I would do it this way. Right. 
And I only give that critique if they ask. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't just flat out come out and be like, bro, this shit is terrible. Because like, <laughs> they'd be just like, that's just rude for one. Yeah. And like, if they're really not like, you're not like close, I'm not going to do that to them. Yeah. And if we are close and they're asking me my honest opinion, I will phrase it in a way that is more supportive. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I won't just be like an asshole about it. Nah. Now, for me, when I get it, uh, it does bother me. Like, I try to make it seem like it don't, but it does. It's like, it makes you second guess yourself. But when I'm making stuff, I just try to trust that I know what's good. Yeah. It was bad. So if I feel okay with it and somebody still don't like it, like, I still don't, I don't care at this point. <laughs> but it still hurts. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, you got to push through that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Otherwise, you just gone. And I struggled with that for years. Really? Like, like yeah. Yeah, I did. Like, I didn't put music on my Instagram. Like, I, I just started doing it. Like, I, yeah. I, like, I always start, and then I fall off. But also, I never stopped making music. Like, I never stopped making beats, because I really like doing it. It's like a hobby. Like, you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, like, trying to be, like, the next big person, but, like, I really get a kick out of doing it. And most of the time, I don't even send beats out, like. It's literally for me, and that's it. So, like, when I do share it and I do get critiques, it's coming from friends, and some of them are a bit harsh. I won't lie. Damn. Some of them will be like, no, this is not it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but, like, you get, I think you get, you get, like, a little turtle shell to it. Like, you get, you do get hard into it after a while, but it still sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, it does suck to receive it, but you you got to take some of it into consideration. And other times, you may have the attitude like, "What the fuck is this person? Up? They don't even know how to do this shit." Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but as a consumer, you know, I mean, them being a consumer, like you got to kind of take that into consideration. Nah, definitely. But it's so many people on the planet, dog. It's like You're like seven billion, seven billion motherfuckers on the planet. So like, you put that shit out. And no matter who look at it, bro, like it don't even matter. You can have like one or two people look at the shit. It's two people that looked at that shit and liked it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's a it's a start. Like, and that's kind of how you you. I think if you're going through that, you gotta think that way. Like, every time you get a negative thought, try to replace that with like a positive thought. And that shit really do work, like, because it'll keep you going. Like, especially if you use music, it's like therapy. Like, if you really like an audio file like you just listen to music or sounds and that shit bring you comfort like you're not just gonna stop like just because someone said some shit was terrible you know what i'm saying no, i agree i agree yeah uh, that's what so, me. yeah like like do people give you criticisms on yours i'll be honest on your um, podcast, podcast? i'm gonna be honest yeah. i can probably count on my hand how many people have actually given me constructive criticism bro uh the thousands mm. of listeners i've had Without yeah. appreciate, you know, one of my homegirls yeah. 21 episode, like she was actually on this episode too. Well, she's been on podcast before. She was like, yo, if you don't fix this shit, I'm gonna stop listening. I was like, well, goddamn, <laughs> what do I need to do yeah. to fix this? You know, so yeah. yeah, every once in a while, you know, then I had some a couple reviews on iTunes and stuff like that, you know. So I mean, it's appreciated. I take everything into consideration. Cause I had I, right, I remember right. one episode when I had one of my mans on one time and we were talking yeah. about like this is kind of off subject, but whatever. Uh, we were talking about, like, Jay-Z and all this shit. So I said, Jay-Z be pandering and shit like that. So one cat, I forgot Slim name, he was like, Jay-Z don't be pandering. He's trying to get to the bag and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, 
I broke it down in like Barney formula what pandering is. I didn't say that pandering <laughs> was bad. I'm just saying that some a lot of artists do that to stay marketable. That's all I said. I guess mm-hmm. you heard it, uh, it, took it a different way. And I re-explained myself again, but after that, I was like, fuck it, you feel how you feel, bro. Like, it ain't that big of a deal. Like, yeah, you know, but yeah, like, I had, you know, I, I get a little criticism here and there, but nothing major, man. Like, I'm glad I do have some, like, I made some new co- uh, associates off this podcast and stuff. Like, that is, yeah. uh, those guys over there podcast, my man's Jeff, like, I didn't even know him from a bucket of paint, but some of to my podcast, right. went on his joint, they been on my show, so it was like, that's great. You know, because it's nice to yeah. have, it's nice to at least know that somebody listens, you know, because like I said one episode before, like, um, it's cool to have listeners, but it's better to have active listeners, people that actually like tell you something. So that way you're not just stuck in the echo chamber, you know, that's, yeah, how, absolutely. that's how I feel, man. That's the only way you can really perfect your craft, whatever that may be. If you get stuck in the echo yeah. chamber, boy, you short because we've seen, you super cause short. We've seen yeah. a lot of rappers or entertainers period where it's like they never try to evolve their sound they don't never try to take a risk with the bodies of work that they make they stick to the same thing over and over and over so you know yeah but yeah i'm open to all criticism whether you like it whether you hate it that's fine i'm not gonna lose no sleep over it because i know i'm doing this shit because it makes me feel good it's therapeutic you know right that's what i'm saying yeah it's therapeutic like you're gonna keep doing it because that's what you go to. Like that's is what is your hobby though. It's what you like. Like, and as long as you're interested in it, it don't matter who say what to you. You gonna keep doing it because it's your interest. You like it. Like, and that's all that matters, bro. You just sharing your gift. That's that's all it is. Like, yeah. You ain't gotta think too hard about it. And on top of that, what I like about your podcast is that you include people that you cool with. Like, you you building a community. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's like. Is that yeah? I, I love no, it. I appreciate like, that. It's cool. Like any critiques, all they can do is say what, like what audio or some shit. Like it's not too many critiques that a person that don't do it can say to you. you yeah, know? yeah, that's another way like, to look at it too. Yeah, it's like you the one that's actually in the game and you doing it. Like they just playing from they they can't even play from the outside because they're not even in the game. Like, yeah, they expect to influence. <laughs> yeah, right. But you in the game, bro. So nah, I appreciate that, bro. Two yeah. years strong doing this shit. Yeah, two years strong, consistent. Like exactly, it's, it's not. It's not easy. <laughs> a lot of people think it is. Yeah, but nah, it's especially not. doing it by yourself. Doing with a group in the collective. I mean, it has its, its, its uh, I guess it has its advantages, but it has its disadvantages yeah. too. Because you know, yeah. it's times when I was doing another podcast with some guys. I, I I feel like I couldn't get my voice out like that for real for shit that I want to talk about. So then right. on top of that as well, like I feel like sometimes egos start to clash when people are on the same page as you. So for oh, that the I was like, all right, definitely. you know what? I can do this by myself. Fuck it. I'm telling you, bro. And that, I think that's one of the reasons why I don't collaborate. Like when I'm making music, like I I really don't collaborate like ever. Cause like trying to get on the same page with people, especially I'm so far, like I, my brain just be scattered, so I may like something for 10 seconds and then another 10 seconds later, I might not even like that shit. So it's like trying to get two people on the on the same page or three or four or five, like, bruh, that shit can be a headache. And sometimes you just want to get what you want to get out. And it's better to do that alone sometimes. Now, you may need some help every now and then. Like, but when you do, that's when you can get together. But it's it's always nice to have your own thing that you can go to and completely control I think it makes all the difference. Like, 
when you can control every aspect, like, because this is your honest thing, like, this is all you, there's, like, no extra pieces in it, like, it's an honest expression, so. Wow, that's real. Yeah. So, I want to ask another question, kind of stemming off of this, um, when did you realize you had to, or you wanted to step away from, like, the go-go scene? And before you answer that question, I'm just going to break this down for people that listen overseas. So for those that don't know, Go-Go is pretty much like live music in the D.C. metropolitan area where a lot of bands cover songs or sometimes they create their own original content as well. So, but um, yeah, go ahead and tell me, like, when did you realize you had to step away from it or where you just wanted to get away from the Go-Go scene or being in a band? Uh, I think, I don't even remember the years. This was so long ago. <laughs> it might have been like 08 or something like that, 09. And I think we just had a hot streak from like 06 to 08, yeah, maybe. And like we, like, we had like a stupid, dumb hot streak. Like, it was everywhere. So, I think we just burnt out, bro. Hmm. Like, and we, we didn't evolve. Like, there were bands that were coming out that were like taking us to the next level, bro. And we still sounded like the era before. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, we, we still sounded like we wasn't growing. And, like, the people that were coming out that were, like, serious musicians. New like, impressions and all of that? And they, they, I mean, it was new impressions. After us, it was, like, really, like, XIB, TOB, oh, yeah. TCB. And then, like, we just, at this thing, we just stopped growing, bro. And then it stopped being fun for me around, like, Oh, eight, like maybe, like I don't know what time, maybe like the end of that, that year. Like, right, it just stopped being fun. Yeah, it stopped being fun. So I'm just like, bruh. And then, of course, like we had one of the, the more DC bands. Like, so a lot of people were like, you know, getting locked up. It was like beefs and shit like that. Like, and the band wasn't holding anymore. You know what I'm saying? Lost that family aspect to it. Mm. So once, once it lost that feeling of like being brothers and family, like, even though we still are, we still talk to this day. Like we reconnected, like everybody reconnected, but it just lost that feeling. And I think it was just like time to, to end it. And I was getting older, and I was just like tired of ripping and running. I think that's when my my clock ran out. Oh like, wow! <laughs> for being able to rip and run, because like, bro, them two years, and even a few years after that, like, bro, nah. party animals, <laughs> bro. Like, like being like. 13, 14, going to North Carolina for homecomings, college homecomings, like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, just going crazy, like, party every weekend, three, four, five, six shows in a weekend, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that stuff gets tiring. It's like, it's really like being like, I don't know, like, say you like an artist like that's big, you yeah, know what like I'm saying? A... Like, you really like on tour, like. Nah, I get it. <laughs> it's like, you really performing, like, you performing at, like, What's that place up there? Upper Marlboro, bro. I don't know. Not Brown Manor. Uh, not, I mean, we played there too, yeah, but it was like a big stadium. Like, show place? Show place arena there? Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, that jump. Bro, performing at show place uh, arena. Like, just stuff like that. Like, bro, that shit get tiring, at least for me. Uh, I get that. And I think it's because of my personality. You know what I'm saying? Just taking it back to that. Like, I'm just more chill, laid back. So, I just ran out of juice, bro. Ran out of gas, and that was it. And... That's when I started messing around with like making beats around that time. I had my friend's uh motif, a big ass keyboard, bro. <laughs> like and I was pressed to get that joke because it was the one that Pharrell was using. Oh, I see. Like, so like I went, we we took it from band practice and he let me hold that shit for like oh, and it had to be like four or five months. 
And that's when I just started making beats. And that was like almost like, I don't know how many years ago that was. Can't even count right now. But yeah, bro, that's how that shit got started. And that's why that shit ended. So I just learned how to sting. I understand that. Because you, uh, you know what, bro? I think that's kind of why I didn't, like, once I got of age, start really hitting these nightclubs, I didn't care anymore. Because, like, I went to so many go-go's. And matter of fact, I'm about to go see y'all yeah. at um, Icon one time. Matter of fact, I think I was like, oh, wait. Oh yeah, God. like, man, like, like wild. Everything is gonna be so hot. Yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah. for you, I know you was like the singer and shit. So he on the mic, trying to get on stage, trying to make sure everything's situated. And then after that, like, bro, you gotta go to class the next day. You got school. Bruh. You still gotta deal with other. Right. You know, I mean, granted, we were we came from pretty good backgrounds, but at the same time, yeah, it's did, still yeah. exhausting. It's still trying to have mental fortitude to keep doing that shit. I tip my health to anybody. Yeah. Like, I don't see how motherfuckers do it. I mean, if you're really yeah. passionate, because I can say for, for me, son, for, I was an athlete. So, for me, at Westlake, after going through doing sports for, like, nine, ten years, bro, by the time I got to college, I didn't want to do it no more. So, I understand where you're coming from with that. Oh, Harley, you get burnt the fuck out. You're like, you've been doing this since you were a kid. Now you're coming of age of being a young adult, you know, teenager, whatever. You don't want to do that shit no more. So. Yeah, especially when you don't have nobody telling you, don't stop. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You gonna I stop. agree. Because it's like... You young, you like, man, I don't even feel like doing this shit no more. Like, my mother was going to be like, John, you need to keep doing go go. <laughs> she wasn't going to do that shit. She was just going to be like, all right, cool, you done with it. So just be done with it. And you, just like with sports, like, I'm sure maybe your folks was like, hey, you might want to keep playing, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, you're right. My person, because it was mostly yeah. my mom didn't give two fucks. But my dad, <laughs> man, he was, you know, once I got to high school, my dad got to the point where he was like, I think where it fucked up with me with, with track, I mean, it's an all-day event. So, you know, parents working. By the time they get off work, you're not going to be ready to do no extracurricular shit. So it was cool. And then yeah. with football, once I started seeing how the politics work with that shit, and then my dad got yeah. to the point where he was like, dog, they're not going to put you on the field. I'm not coming to the more fucking games. So I was like, all right, right. that's cool. Ain't no big deal. Because, right. shit, I probably saw my playing time my junior than my senior year. But that's a conversation for another day. But, um, yeah, yeah man. man, like, I get it. But like you say, it's... It comes to again your circle of influence, and if you don't have nobody consistently telling you or pushing you to do this shit and make you feel like it, then you're not going to do it no more, man. You know, sometimes you want to see the other side of life outside of other, uh, you know, like for me, I want to see life outside being a student athlete. Because from the year two, nah, I say '98 actually, I played t-ball too, but I say from 2000 to 2009, like I was a student athlete, so I was like, man, I don't want to keep doing this shit. I want to just, you know, do my homework. Have some fun, get a little right. job, whatever. And then what happens happens. So uh, that's how I felt when I had to step away from sports and just you know. He was a fast I still, I still kept running track though, but it's cool. Fast as shit. <laughs> I still, yeah. I still got a little bit of speed left in me, man. I still train a little bit, but you know, plus track got. Bro, they do. The they so bad. Oh my god, the, the best women athletes. It don't make no sense. That and volleyball. <laughs> I love volleyball. Girl. Yeah, don't get me started on that. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm about to get sidetracked, but yeah, definitely. But um, to switch gears a little bit, but kind of the same round. I was gonna ask you, like, with the realm of entertainment constantly changing, how do you plan on adapting? You know, as far as what you were, you uh, producing that I you're mean, doing for stuff me, like that. I don't think it's. I mean, I haven't really thought about it because, like I said, bro, like I'm just getting. I feel like I'm just getting started, even though I've been making beats for so long. Like I haven't necessarily pursued being a producer. You know what I'm saying? Like. I see, I, you know, I, Hi, I, see. I don't consider myself, like, 
a producer producer you know what i'm saying like at least not yet like i just do it as a hobby yeah you're doing it as a hobby now would i would i ever jump out there and do it as a career i would but like i know what that takes and i like you said just like it's it's politics with football right it's politics with that shit too like yeah yeah so oh yeah i've seen some things i don't want to deal with that i'm just gonna let i'm just gonna keep creating like you, I don't know if you've been seeing what I've been doing. Like I just been, mm-hmm. I'll make a beat, I'll do a snippet, and then I'll make a video on my phone and I put it out. Like I don't even be overthinking it no more. Like if I like it, I I put it on my IG. Yeah. I do plan on putting stuff on YouTube, um, just so it's more accessible. If people want to hear the rest of the beat, like they can go and put it on the ME and look at it on there. Um, but as far as like adapting, I think. The tools were there before COVID. You know what I'm saying? It. I just think they're just more. Um, True. They're being more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, I mean, not selective, but they're more not selective. Not selective. We, we can't because we can't like go anywhere. Oh yeah. So like, people are doing stuff like um, making those digitized versions of themselves or like like avatars and stuff like that like so they're going in that route but me i'm keeping it i'm keeping it pretty steady right now i'm just gonna try to make as much noise as possible putting my stuff out on my page even though i don't even got a big following that's another thing i don't it's not like i follow a bunch of people a bunch of people follow me i just do it just for the pure fact that i want to share something with people like that's it like I just share my shit and that's it. Like, so I'm just using the tools that's already there. Like, I don't really think I have to adapt yet. You know what I'm saying? Because I, cause I haven't had any, I haven't I had any success doing it the old way. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's cool though to people who are trying to do something new right now. Yeah. It's it's hard. Like, yeah, for sure. It, it takes is. years. It doesn't like, happen overnight. It man. takes forever. Like. And then one day you wake up and you're there, like, with with the really? band shit. Like, one moment we was practicing and nobody gave a fuck. And the next minute I look up, bro, and we on every show. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like, it just happens that way, bro. If it's yeah. Be, it'll definitely happen. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think that helps. I think, from my perspective, looking at, I think your passion helps you more than anything, son. Because a lot of people get into this stuff always thinking of it as right. like a way to get rich quick or to get notoriety quick. And I think when you yeah. more so have more passion with it, I start thinking about like I can get Absolutely. paid for doing yeah. this and that. People fuck with you more, you know. If people people find you more relatable as well, because it's like you know they was just doing this because off the humble. They weren't doing it because like I know I can eventually get a check off of this, and right. I can eventually you know get notoriety off of this. I think once you do it like. From a passionate Absolutely. standpoint, so let me ask you: it this. When you started, out, you know, two years ago, like mm-hmm. you just started it. Why? Mm-hmm. Like just off a whim? Ha! <laughs> I got a few reasons why I started, but um, I started two years ago because after I had some creative differences with other podcasters, other podcasts I was doing, um, I really felt like I had a personality mm-hmm. that I think people would deem relatable and shit. And I wanted to have a way for me to express myself. Because I felt like with Twitter and shit, or social media, period, there's always some kind of pushback. There was always some, like, 
you can't really express yourself the way you want to, you know, without people misunderstanding you. Of course, people gonna misunderstand if they want to. Like, who gives a fuck? But um, for me, like, I just wanted to um, express myself to my friends and, you know, or to whoever wants to listen. Not just my friends, but whoever wants to listen to me speak about, like, uh, like objective conversations between friends and family or whomever and yeah. just uh, <laughs> mix it in with jokes. That's pretty much how. I, that's pretty yeah. much how. I like that's the whole synopsis of the podcast, bro. But the thing that made me want to do it, like, I had a young and I was dealing with at one point. She was like, "Yo, at some point, you gotta like, you know, just go out and put the podcast right. together. It's not gonna be perfect the first time you do it." <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? This scallywag is yeah. like, so I'm gonna bro, go plus, ahead. And this do is that. how you talk, regardless. Man. Like this, this so, is your conversation style, anyway. Like since we yep. was young. Nigga, you talk like this is was yeah, like we yeah. just be having like some type of engagement <laughs> conversation, like for no, just no reason, like why other people Hell just yeah. not say anything. Like you be the main person having a deep convo about something. So it's it's, it's literally tailor made for you. Like the podcast is for you. Like <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely appreciate that, bro. Because and then another thing that made me motivate me to do it. uh Outside of all that other personal bullshit or whatever, but um, Combat yeah, Jack, peace. rest in peace, big time hip hop uh journalist. He really kind of motivated me in a way because mm-hmm. I used to, we used to tweet each other every once in a blue moon about shit. So I was like, if he's doing it, I can do it. And then when I started listening to Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne and Andrew mm-hmm. Schultz, I'm like, if they're doing it, I can do it too. So, and I tweeted into existence too because one time I think it's like 2014 or 15, I was like, one day I'm gonna be on the Friends podcast, which I was. And I said, yeah, either see. that or I'm going to get my own. I end up doing both. So, yeah. yeah. So, that's what's kind of how it all right. worked out. And it was just you know, based off your interest and your passion. Timing. Like you said, like you, you wanted to do something and you did it. Like, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters, bro. That's all it takes. Sure. Exactly. So, another question I want to get to, probably one of the last few I asked, but um, with, the, uh, with so much information that's out here, as far as like the internet, the news, the media, whatever, do you think there'll be a long term effect of too much information, or what do you think will Bro, be the long term effect up. of too much information? I should say. And yeah, we already fucked up. And, and on <laughs> top of so? that, with with um homeboy in the in office right now, him him calling shit fake news makes everything confusing mm-hmm. as well. It just adds to the confusion. So it's like you out here, you you might be looking at something like. And you think it's real, and you just say that shit off the strength to somebody. Like, did you see such and such on such and such? You know what I'm saying? And and, and that shit might not even be real. That shit might be some spoof yeah. shit. Like, it, I I think we already fucked up. Like, it's too much information. The places that we're going to to get the information, they're not trustworthy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta we gotta hmm. be careful. Like, we really gotta take yeah. a second. And pay attention and read the things that we're saying. Because sometimes I'm guilty of it too. Like I'll read a headline and I'll repeat the shit. Like that's how fucked up we are. Because like you just see the shit so much, and you might not even take a second to dig into what they're actually saying. And you'll just be saying some inaccurate shit. Like yeah. that's how fucked up it is out here. Like, and you know, I don't know how many people actually sit and read the news or read articles. Like, but. If you are, like, you only get in one half of it. Like, you got to watch all of it to get all the That's different true. perspectives. And it's like they making the shit entertainment. So it's like 
can you even trust that shit if these if they're trying to yeah. make it entertainment? Like, what? It's supposed to be news. You know what I'm saying? Like it. Yeah, unbiased. Yeah, to be fact unbiased. Is supposed to be truthful. But, bro, with social media, they gotta feed the beast. They gotta feed us, the consumer, and they just be doing anything, like literally anything. So you just gotta be careful, like. Yeah. You gotta take it upon yourself to to read the shit if you're gonna be reading it. Don't just look at the headline, like, cause the headlines be wild. <laughs> Like they be wild as shit. Yeah, they do. That's, yeah, that's so a like, really man. take the time get you. to analyze what you're looking at. And I think people need to start taking who they follow a bit more seriously. Like, I think social media is getting more serious. Also, like, in the information that we get, like, it's like, all right, now you got to kind of protect yourself. Like, for for us, it didn't start out that way. This is just a fun place to like crack jokes and it still is like Twitter is fucking Hell hilarious yeah. bro like it's it's probably the best social media it is like yeah like it's probably the best but it's also oh, it is the most constructive <laughs> yeah cause it like it's it can shit be. all over the fucking place like yeah <laughs> it's just all it's over a trap place. door so now be careful with that shit like you really gotta be responsible yeah yeah, you do. Because I would say now, I mean, of course, I didn't pay the news that much attention as a kid, but I would say, like, after watching documentaries mm-hmm. from, like, the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and 2000s, whatever, at least back then, it seemed to me like it wasn't as opinionated. Of course, it was some bullshit and misinformation out there, even dating back to, like, with the Black Panthers and shit, when they tried to make it sound like they were a wild extremist group, and really, right. they were just trying to liberate people, you know? Yeah. So, but, but that's a whole other It was less, though, back all of that, but, You know what I'm um, saying? It was, it, was, it was less news. Yeah, But it might have still been controlled by who knows who. Like, yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. One of the big... Was it uh, the big four? I'm not four, even they sure, call bro. It? Those, or the big six now? Mm. Then the, was it CBS, Fox, NBC? I can't name all of them on top of my head right now. ABC, like... But, um, yeah, like, at least now it seems like it's, like, a yeah. opinionated news, a pen news, you should say. Because it's, like, they had panels with some of the most outlandishly dumb shit. Like, I remember, I don't even watch CNN at all because I don't care. But I remember one night they had one where they said, they had a panel talking about, like, if the N-word was a derogatory term. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if you have to say the N-word, obviously... It is if you can't even say it on TV, but not only that, right. why yeah. do we need to have a and, panel? And who was the people shit? on the panel? Like, do they really? even have the Come right on, to have man. a fucking opinion? I mean, I know they had Don yeah, Lemon. Like, like, of course, they had a couple white folk on there, too. So then I'm just like, all right, I'm not taking right. this. I'm taking it with a grain of salt. I don't care. Like, you know, but then, like you said, though, too, though, on the flip side of having like only like a limited amount of news channels, that can also come to a slant because. You're only getting those four perspectives on, what, on the news when it could be another perspective that, that's not even mentioned. For example, with black folks, I'll say, like, our perspective really wasn't, isn't getting out right. there like it's supposed to till, like, now-ish. Like, now that we have smartphones and stuff like that, people see, like, yeah. you know, we really get harassed for stupid shit, you know, or whatever the case may be. So now we get to see a different perspective on stuff. But, you know, it's good and bad with anything, you know. Just like social media has... A lot of fucked up shit would have yeah, a lot absolutely. of amazing perks as well if you use it correctly, you know. So either it's from jokes, from business standpoint, yeah. connecting with people or whatever. Like you know, I take the good with the bad, bro. There's no, 
There's no utopic society. There's no utopic way in life, man. There's no perfect life. Yeah, you just absolutely. gotta enjoy for what it is and hope for the best, bro. That's that's yeah, all I've learned. I appreciate it. It's a gift. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, no matter how bad stuff is, like it's still a gift. You here? Why you here? You don't even know why you here. Like, but you here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So enjoy it the best you can. But as far as like what I feel exactly. the long term effects would be for this stuff, I mean. Personally, mm-hmm. I think the kids that are coming up behind us will be have the tools to sift through stuff. I think technology will really push forward as they grow, and I think these platforms are going to have to like really be mm. governed. Like, but it, when it comes to governance, you got to watch the people who are in power. So it's it's a thin thin little line. Like it's we'll see. Like I can't predict the future, but based on what we've seen like it's always going to be yeah. shaky but then there's always the minority who helps like keep things in perspective and keep a balance so um as long as those people are still there then i think we'll be fine yeah yeah i think so too i mean it's like yeah. they always say it takes a village to raise a kid same thing you know like it's going to, at the same time there's a lot of misinformation out there but it's up to like the parents in the community or whomever to let the kids know or the younger generation are like, hey, you know, this isn't true. This is how this really occurred, at least from our vantage point, how from our standpoint, you know. You can hear from this from the school books, but you know, coming from historical stuff that we've researched as well, this is how it really happened. Or just like with the whole uh, shit with, yeah, with bro, I, I know I you heard of those, that, right? And I, I really feel that shit's scary. especially like well, I was I, I was gonna say I wasn't gonna mention the fact of what I do, but being in the tech field, like I, I have, yeah, I have mm-hmm. serious no, I mean, concerns about deepfakes, like, and the fact that it's so available, bro. Like, you can fuck somebody's life up with deepfake. Like, you can literally put that person in a place that they were not, they weren't there. Like, you can replace someone's face, yeah, with another face. And it literally syncs perfectly. Like you can't even tell. Like, and that that that's just the surface of the technology. Like nah, that's we wild. haven't even seen what it what it can really do because they don't put that kind of stuff out. Like, but the things that it's able to do, like they they use that shit in China, bro. Like they 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 do crazy shit. Oh wow! It. Like it's that. like a spy tool. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's literally a spy tool. Damn. And the fact that it's so yeah. easy to get. And use as a real problem. Because, like, say, for, for instance, like, you're way over in California somewhere, but a crime happens in Maryland, and mm-hmm. someone who's tech-savvy can put your face there, and they wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You know what I'm saying? Just shit like that. Like, just from the video. Damn. Like, that's fucked up, bro. Like, nah, that's scary. And they really need to push that shit back and take it away from the public, that. Right? I don't know why it's so easy to get, honestly. Like, I, nah. <laughs> I don't understand why it even exists. Well, to be honest with you, because like you know what, yeah. I heard about that. Jay Z was doing something about that too. Somebody took his voice and I guess put it over like yeah, some Bible yeah. scriptures or some shit, but then it's like a rap. But I mean, but yeah, but you about to say something? My fault. Go ahead. The iceberg, like that, they'll be able to fully transpose you as a human being in another place. You get what I'm saying? So it's literally like. It's some wow. super futuristic yeah, like... shit. It's very crazy technology, and it's dangerous, bro. It's like creating a new human being somewhere else, like. But it's based on pixels, like it's crazy. Like, 
I don't get why they got that shit out, bro. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's scary, bro. That's like, scary. Just thinking about and it. People, I mean, I think the original purpose was, you know, it's based off CGI. So, um, it was using movies and stuff. Oh to yeah. Like, like if you you can see it in like Spider Man movies and shit like that, where it's not really him, but he's flying through the air and shit. Or like they use it for Paul Walker. Yeah. Like to put his face over his brother's face. You see how that oh, shit yeah. looked? It looked a little wild then, but that was a few years ago. But imagine now, like that it it's only gonna get better. Like it's not gonna get worse. So we already opened Pandora's box on that. That's and crazy. I am really concerned about it. <clears throat> yeah, cause back you know what's crazy about that yeah. too? And I guess we can kinda like pencil off there, but like let's say hypothetically we do get a quote unquote uh, leader for mm-hmm. the black community or a black messiah, however people want to phrase it. Let's say if that person ends up finding a way to help, you know, uh, I would just say like the have-nots. But then, let's say hypothetically speaking, this person ends up getting caught mm-hmm. up in some shit that they didn't even have any involvement in. At that point, that yeah. whole entire movement and, and you gotta defend yourself from that. But you know, it so looks like, like clear evidence that you did this shit. Like, <laughs> And you putting that information out into social media. Oh. It's no pulling that back. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 yeah, it's there. Yeah, once it's on the internet, it's that people people don't it's understand wild. how big and wild the internet really is. And you can delete as much shit off your off your phone. Uh, yeah. If you ever had to upload it, it's on there, trust me. It's some technology out there. Like it's this one documentary I, I watched back mm-hmm. in twenty thirteen called Terms and Conditions May Apply. It's some technology I saw they said that if you deleted either the old text messages and pictures mm-hmm. off your phone, you can re-download all that shit. So that, of course, that shit back then was like, they said like 10 racks or some change or whatever. So it's expensive, but if it's out there, it's out there. So I tell anybody out here that's, you know, posting all kinds of wild yeah. shit on the internet, trust me, it's traceable. It's nothing to race in that shit. I don't care if it's on Instagram. I don't care if you think because you on yeah, the dark web sure. or whatever. Like, it, it can get If traced. they want it, they're going to get it. Trust me. Like, <laughs> it's... Your data is sitting somewhere being cooled inside of a wild computer somewhere. It's sitting there. Like, it's not going nowhere. Like, you think you deleted it, like you said? No, sir. That shit is sitting on a server somewhere, just hanging out. Like, and they will use that shit against you. No problem. Like, yeah. So, it's like, people do really got to be responsible. And, of course, we all uploaded some wild shit. Like, I'm sure I got some wild shit out there, but... <laughs> but like, what do you oh, want to do? Was young, but like, <laughs> now, like when it counts, like you really got to be responsible. Like, think twice. Like, unfortunately, people are very comfortable exactly. putting themselves out there now. But uh, yeah, and like oversharing. But like, yeah, oversharing a lot. It is what it is, bro. Like, this is the times that we are in, and like, there's nothing we can do about it. Like, this is it. Yeah, this is it, bro. Yeah. Nah, you're right. No, nah, people look at you strange for not oversharing at this point, and it's like, and I'm like, yeah. you don't even know any of this shit for yeah. what? Like, yeah, like if you really want to know me, like, like, man, like we like, said, you, I mean, you gotta have some. The hell, like, <laughs> you really want to be my friend? Just be my friend. The hell's wrong? With exactly. You? That's exactly that shit boggles my mind, yeah. man. Because I'll say this to my last time I bring up before we get out of here. Like, you know, I be posting mm-hmm. my stories every like, once in a while, looking like the viewers and shit. And they be motherfuckers that I see on the street all the time, don't say shit in person. But I'm like, 
why are you looking at my shit, man? Yeah. And just say what's up, how you doing, or whatever. Like, it is. It that's is just, weird. That's just kind of strange to me. Like, <laughs> I don't mind. Like, of course, if somebody ain't heard from in a minute, all right, whatever then. But if it's some people I know, like, from around the way, it's like, why are you looking at this? Like, I'll give it a, weird, a random example. The singer's feel, for <laughs> oh. some reason, be so much Hey, my hey bro, I'm going to tell you and what I'm that like, is. Why? That's some, also some fucked up huh? shit that celebrities be doing. What? So that's a program called Mass Looking. What? It's a it's a Russian program. Wow. So it's built in Russia. So what the celebrities do is mm-hmm. like they they'll they'll buy the, the software to kind of look at as many profiles as possible. And what they know is that when you go mm-hmm. and you look at your stories and you see who's looking, you have a higher chance of clicking that person's page. Mm-hmm. So there's actually a marketing technique called Mass wow. Looking, and it's really fucked up because like. It'll it'll make you think like this person's really looking at your page, what? but it's it's a Russian company that you know allows for a certain amount of um, video views a day. So like they're looking at not just your story, hundreds of thousands of people's story, hoping to get more you know engagement. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Man. Like it's a whole what lot of fucked fuck? up shit. That shit man. That's another reason why I don't necessarily fuck with it because it's so like. It's so corporate now. It's so fucked up. Like, like most people don't know that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, I didn't. You just broke some news for me, yeah. bro. Because, like, one of my man said he saw stealing his shit. Somebody funny. Hey, like, what the fuck like, are you doing here? Why? But it's it's literally, they buy into that shit. Yeah. Like, they buy followers, bro. Wow. Because if you have more followers, it's a social experiment. So it's like, the more followers you mm-hmm. have, the more likely someone is to engage with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look popular online, wow. people are gonna engage with you. Like, this is why females do so well on the internet because yeah. they look good and they see each other and then they hype each other and yep. then you have a bunch of perverts in the comments. And if they buy comments on top of the natural people that of are course. doing it, they look even more lit. So then they get endorsements. Like, it's you know what I'm saying? It's a game. Like. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's rules it, it's of engagement, like basically. It's fucked up, bro. And they they that, they buy these services from like <laughs> Russia and China, and so like Facebook and all them, they're in bed with these like wild ass nations. Like it's it's crazy, bro. Yeah. Wow. And, and that's where deep fake bothers nah, me. this is that crazy. All that cause... shit comes into play. Like Facebook is a problem, bro. Like. <laughs> they let a rack of shit into Man, the country. Dog. It's like spy shit. Like TikTok is fucked. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard that yeah, a lot it, of that yeah. stuff is probably owned in China. Yeah, and so this also helps them stuff. build tools for AI and build tools for like robotics and stuff. So essentially they're taking body movements to get robots to move better. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of shit that people wow. don't understand. Like, and I'm not even saying this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, like, some random shit. This is shit that I do. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, nah, I get it. I've re- read up on them, too. Because you yeah, know what? Yeah, it's somebody do. in Congress that wants to get rid yeah. of TikTok. Well, you can't use it on I government property. I can't think the guy's property. name right now. U.S. But... government property. Uh, Understandable. I'm pretty yeah, sure when you everything. download that shit, it maps out... <laughs> Yeah, it maps out your crib, maps out everything. So yeah. then it's just like, boy, man, people just don't understand. And they know the crazy thing about all this shit. 
people are just yeah. giving it away for yeah. free. That's why yeah. the apps they are free. They think it's they think it's harmless, product. Though, but it's not harmless. <laughs> Everything has a consequence, and we keep opening up these Man. doors. And before you know it, we're gonna open the wrong door one day, and that's you're gonna try to walk through it, and that's what's gonna fuck us up for life. Like that's that's gonna be the end of us, bro. I'm telling you, like, <clears throat> we getting smarter, but we also just I can see it. We, we getting consumed by how intelligent we're becoming. Like, like we just keep trying to press forward instead of making what we yeah. have better. Like, and the people that can't keep up, they keep getting left behind. And then this is where everything has a domino effect. Like, you know, the people that get left behind, like, people in our communities and stuff like that, they can't keep up. Like, that's where the crime and stuff comes in. And like, it's just, it's a domino effect and it starts from the top down. And, the leader, the leaders right now, they're not being yeah. leaders. Like they, you know what I'm saying? It's literally about money, and it's about them. And we just we getting what's falling from you know their pockets. Like it's crazy, right? Like yes, it's the same. If you think about it, I mean, it's the same status quo, bro. If you really look at it, all of this is just a different figurehead. At the end of the day, it's a different figurehead. But beyond all of that, it's the same status quo. Because you know, I'm a bit of a history buff, so. Every decade, there's always some fucked up financial situation. Then there's some other situation that brings out of the fucked up financial situation. Then it could come with some outlandish civil unrest, you know? So, I don't know, bro. This is wild. Hold up. Did he fade out? Hey, G. Well, I'm assuming he faded out, so... I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast there. But y'all, uh, as always, you can find me at Shah Solo on Instagram, Shah Solo on Twitter, Thoughts Pending Pod with no, yeah, Thoughts Pending Pod on Twitter and Thoughts, no, Thoughts Pending Pod on Instagram and Thoughts Pending with no G on Twitter. And uh, yeah, that's all. I, well, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I can't hear anything. But that's all our time.